Welcome to Unchain Your Inner Strength Podcast. This is a podcast where we empower spiritual entrepreneurs to create a soulful life and business aligned to who you truly are. I am your host, Maria C. Krause, and I am passionate about helping women find the way back to their authentic selves. We achieve this by writing and sharing your unique story and become a best-selling author. Needless to say, one of my favorite things to do is read and write. I am also fascinated with the deep blue of the sky, the stars, and the moon, and I freaking love ice cream, tons of it. In this podcast, I invite special guests from all different backgrounds and niches of expertise to share with you their most divine and mind-blowing tips and tools to help you thrive in all areas of your life. Enjoy this week's episode. Welcome to another episode of Unchained in a Strength Podcast for Spiritual Entrepreneurs. And today we have all the way from Los Angeles, uh, Jordan Wentz. Hi, Jordan. How are you? Hi, I'm so great. How are you? I'm very good. I'm delighted to have you here. I was just saying to Jordan, she does yeah. a little bit of wellness, mindset and fitness. I'm like the three things that are just like the biggest explosion combination. They're just perfect together. And for a lot of people who doesn't fitness, they, they tend to forget the mindset part of it. Like it's just, I think it's mm-hmm. like, it's been coming like something more integrated now lately, but uh, Jordan, mm-hmm. tell us a little bit about yourself so everybody can get to know you. Hi, hi everybody. Um, so I'm America's hype woman and I help people get out of the way and unleash their confidence and really own their power so that they can live their fullest lives. And I do that all through epic dance parties. Um, I am a professional dancer of many, many years. I'm a choreographer. I've traveled the world teaching and performing and choreographing. And I've also been a coach working with mindset and movement for many years now, helping lots of people to transform their lives. Um, at any level, whether they're just stuck and looking to lead a better quality of life or whether they want to, you know, they've always wanted to learn dance and they want to take that up. Um, But it's been a really, dance has been such a powerful part of my life. And I've seen the transformation that people can have when they have a solid movement um, practice just incorporated in their lives. And I think that, you know, working with a lot of entrepreneurs, myself being one, I, I know how difficult it can be sometimes to incorporate that movement aspect but what I'm here to tell you is that it is not that hard and I can help you get there (laughs) I can help you get there and 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 it will totally enrich the the quality of your life Mm -hmm. make you happier Mm -hmm. Jordan how did you how did you discover your passion for dancing so I started, I, well, I started dancing at age seven and it was, All right. I don't really know. I don't really know if it was my decision. I know my mom uh, remarried and was moving to the better side of town. So, <laughs> cause there were, there were two incomes then. Um, so we, she said she put me in dance so I could um, have some etiquette. I always say, I don't know if it worked, but, Did you um, do ballet? <laughs> but I, what, what was the first thing you danced? ballet um I you know I think when you're little it's kind of like a I I think it was probably like ballet jazz tap kind of thing yeah and I did that for a few years very minimal um and you know it was fun my mom is she's super proud of me she's very supportive but she's always like I can't believe you made a career out of this because you were the worst (laughs) you were the worst one in the class no offense I love you but you were like you had two left feet yeah so it's so it's funny that that happened you know but um dance was such a big part of uh, my life growing up, but I was in a competitive scene. So I was, uh, I was, I was doing it for, you know, the, the competition, much like a lot of people play sports. Mm -hmm. And 
And it was, it was really great. It was so wonderful. I'm so thankful for all of the training and opportunities and experiences that I had with that. Um, but you know, I think it was when I was in about high school, I had a very, like, I, I didn't feel like I was enough. I didn't feel like I was good enough. Um, I just seriously doubted myself and the fact that I could make it as a professional dancer, which is what I wanted to be. And I doubted myself to the point where I, you know, I wanted to quit dance. I was like very, I just didn't think that I could do it. And I was very much limiting myself by, by my beliefs, you know, and it was it was interesting because I would hear other people, like I'd have other people approach me and be like, oh my gosh, you're such a great dancer, which I was very thankful for. I thought that was really sweet, mm-hmm. but deep down, I didn't believe in myself. So it didn't matter what anybody else said to me. It didn't matter what trophy that I got. Like I just didn't, I wasn't feeling it, you know? And so fast forward, I ended up, um, that was for a brief period in high school. And then I ended up really reconnecting to, to it when my mom she's amazing. She brought me out to LA for a week for my birthday when I was 16 to uh, take some dance classes. And, you know, I fell in love. I I basically, I, I fell back in love with it, you know? And I was like, this, this is a whole new scenery for me. This is a whole, I saw LA and I was like, this is where, this is it. This is what, this is exactly, I had blinders on from that point. I was like, when can I finish high school and get to LA? (laughs) You know, that's kind of what it was like, but it was a really, um, amazing experience, you know, and just, and even then I was so young that I had, I hadn't really been on, well, I hadn't been on my own, you know, I was the only child of a single mother and, you know, she did a wonderful job taking care of me. She was also very strict. She was very, um, you know, just make wanting to make sure that I turned out really good. Yeah. And I, you know, (laughs) she did a great job. I turned out very fine, but you know, that said, um, I'm not going to lie. And, I, I moved out to LA when I was 18 and it was the first time I was on my own, you know? So I did a lot of partying. I did, you know, I was like, I, I kind of, for a brief period, almost like (laughs) lost sight. I I like lost sight of what I was doing. So there were certain points in my life where I kind of lost it and then came back into it. But, um, you know, and that's why I really enjoy, I I love working with like high schoolers and things like that because I, and, and adolescents, because I work with a lot of adults as well, but mostly adults these days, but teenagers and adolescents, I love working with them because I think it's so important to be that role model in their lives at at, at such a place where they're so impressionable. Because if I had had somebody who was like really close with me during that time, who was on my level, I feel like I could have been guided a little bit different, but so, so I pride myself on being that person for, for the youth that I get to work with. Yeah, it's lovely, Jordan. That's really nice. Yeah, it is. I had yeah. this conversation with a friend about that with teenagers because I think I don't know what generation you're in, but I think a lot of the older generation we always nobody really encourages us that much. You might have got like one teacher or like you had your mother, but it's very rare that you had a support behind whatever you wanted mm-hmm. to do. Usually, like you go to school and they're like, "You did this wrong." It was always pointing out what you did wrong instead of something that you did good. I mean, if, yeah. I mean, if you suck at math and you did bad at math, oh, well, so be it, you know, but it was just like that thing. Mm-hmm. It's like, you're so bad at this. You have to get better at something that you don't like instead yeah. of something that you like. Yeah. And I, and I also think that telling somebody, because I know myself and I know the type of person that I am, I am very hard on myself. I am um, extremely, I have very high standards for myself. Um, and to the point where it's taken me a lot to learn over the years, 
what is a healthy standard to have for myself and what is just being real too critical and unattainable and, you know, those Mm -hmm. types of things. And, um, you know, I feel like when you're younger, I remember a lot of people just being like, you know, go for it. And, uh, but also, you know, like, oh, you're, you're doing, you're doing this, this wrong and that wrong, you know, and there wasn't a lot like for somebody who's super critical of themselves already, I feel like that makes it even harder, yeah. you know, um, for the, for, for, and, and I think there's a, there's a lot of, a lot of people like this, a lot of us grew, grew yeah, up you know, um, with, that, you with that, <laughs> with that little bit of a lack of support, you know, and we're already very hard on ourselves. Yeah. We just maybe didn't feel called to whatever it was we were being pushed yeah. into doing, you know, so, but that's, yeah, um, but I mean, yeah, but it's like, it's something that people should be more aware of that as well when they tell you, because mm-hmm. it is a certain personalities that can be more critical than others towards oneself. And that yeah. is like, you are constantly working and like going into your head and like, try to get things better, try to be perfectionist when you shouldn't, you know, and it's, it is, yeah. <laughs> it's a roller coaster in your own head. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and one thing that's helped me a lot along my journey, and I know this is like all over the internet, um, but some people I had never heard of this when somebody told me about it. Um, but it's the color personalities. And it's the the idea that everybody kind of maybe 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 they change, maybe they vary from time to time. But mm-hmm. but everybody kind, you generally can, can kind of fit into a color personality. So the main one, I think there's four. And if you look at those charts, it's kind of cool, because you can see, oh, reds are like, they want to they want answers right now they want to get stuff done they don't want to waste any time they want to know exactly what we're going to be doing and things like that you know whereas you have other types of personalities um like yellow that are more happy-go-lucky and they just want to be <laughs> you know they want to feel loved and that vibe and so that's been very helpful with me um as far as my teaching and uh you know my clients that i'm coaching and i also feel too if anybody listening to this have hasn't heard of the color personalities you, mm. sh- you should totally google it because it is very helpful and even understanding how to um, have relationships with their coworkers and other bosses, people above you, people below you. And it just really helps. It also helped me learn um, about myself and kind of where I was. And, um, you know, to be able to say to somebody, hey, I'm this kind of color, which means this, this and this. So I'd love for you to, um, you know, when you speak to me or when you ask certain things of me, I love I would love for you to kind of give me like a little summary of what we're going to be doing before we hop into it kind of thing. And I have students, you know, and I encourage this relationship now so that I, I know I, I'm like, so tell me how you tell me how you like to learn. What can I, how can I make this experience the best for you? And it's nice because some people are like, I just want to have fun, you know, and then yeah. other people are like, I need, I need it. I need an outline of what we're doing and I yeah. get it. So it's, it's nice to be able to, to have that. So Highly recommend those as well. That's, no, that's <laughs> uh, really good. Well, Jordan, it is. It's yeah. treating everybody different because at the end of the day, mm. we are different. And it's very important to yeah. do that. You know, I find it like mm-hmm. sometimes when you go into, well, like that in groups and it's like everybody talks to you the same way. And it's like, no, I'm yeah. like, no, I, I'm lucky. Like I go to Pilates class and it's five of us and we all have a different routine because she knows we yeah. are different. So I'm like, oh, I love yeah. it. <laughs> like, you know, but yeah. it, it's, it's motivated. So nice. Yeah, it's, it's a so different nice. approach. And it's just like, it's yeah. just so, so simple, just like a formal communication of telling somebody, okay, this is it. This is, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't really like this. I like this. So this is what I want. And just having that there mm-hmm. clear beforehand, it could, it could save yeah. you so much hustle though. 
in mm-hmm. mis- misunderstandings as well. <laughs> Abs- yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Um, I, I wanted to finish. I wanted to hop right back in and finish that story if, if I could, well, because course, I left, yeah. I left, I left off with the fact that I got to LA and I started partying and I kind of <laughs> wanted to like wrap that up. So, so you guys had a better idea. So I did, I was, I was 18. I'd never been on my own. So yes, I was partying. I was basically like made friends with all the club promoters and it, was going to all of these amazing clubs and was taking limos to get there. You know, and it was it was crazy. It was a really crazy lifestyle. Um, but it was fun. I met a lot of cool people. I partied with Mr. Belding um, from <laughs> Saved by the Bell. Yeah. Um, so it was it was crazy. But you know, at a certain point, I was like, "Whoa, okay, I, what am I?" I was just it didn't feel right. You know, I was like, "Okay, I've had my fun. Now it's time to really." You know, and then I started feeling really burnt out and really just like lost and not knowing where to go or what to do or what my next move was, even though I'd moved out to LA to dance professionally. And so what really saved me was, was dance. I turned to dance. I turned to movement in a way that I never had. And I remember, uh, this, this one night of just being like real, real all time low, just like crying, really upset, um, and I just put some music on. I put some music on that felt in alignment with the vibe, with where I was. And it totally spoke to my soul. And I had like one of the best dances of my life. And I wasn't doing any choreographed dancing. I just put this movement on, this music on. And I was just flowing with it. I was crying. And it was like such a beautiful experience. Mm-hmm. And it was almost like, it was almost like it was the first time I had danced, you know? And it was like, that was my reintroduction back into you know, my passion and my love for dance and movement and the, the power that it really has, you know, it's, it's so much deeper than just dance or movement. It is a really a catalyst to change your life and better your life. And I've worked with all kinds of people, um, ones that had dance experience, ones that are like, you know, have had no experience. And regardless of where you're trying to go or what it is that you're trying to do and get out of your life, dance and movement, 100% 100% will help you get there. And one of my one of my favorite quotes is from a client of mine. His name is Matt. <laughs> and after we finished working together, he was able to fulfill his lifelong dream of dancing on stage with his idol at the opening night in Vegas wow. show. And um, prior to that, he was the type of person that like that was terrified. He like would yeah. you know stand stand in a corner with his arms crossed at the club. Um, and so he was able to live out his lifelong dream, you know. And it was more about dancing than than anything else it was about him being able to have that experience and remember that forever and be you know as happy that he did something and that he stepped out of outside of himself and his comfort zone and he was actually able to go for it and do that thing and he said to me you tricked me into believing in myself through dance and I was like (laughs) you're darn right I did (laughs) (laughs) but it's something that you know it's 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 a simple movement that no, when you when you dance and you put your own music and you dance by dance by yourself, it's not like there is a choreography for it, right? Mm. Yeah, and I feel like the you know there is this huge trend these days towards people learning choreography and dances and tutorials and all of that's great. And if that is what you desire, if that's what you're interested in, go for it. Like the the internet is the best resource that you have you know you can also check out you can also check out mymovementality.com or follow me on social media uh or any of that for a bunch of bunch of free content tons of classes but the internet is such a huge resource that we didn't have you know um i'm sure you didn't either when we when we grew up like nope. i was around during the invention of, of the internet 
you know, I was I, like, I had, I had a pager. Okay. I had a pager and then I, and then I had, I had a two way pager phone. girl. Ooh, wow. Okay. Fancy, fancy. Um, yeah. But you know, so like times have just changed so much and there are so many resources out there to help you get to where you want to be. And if it is dance that you want to learn, that's, that's great. Go for it. 100%. But the thing that I think stops a lot of people is that they feel like that's what they have to do. If they want to dance, mm-hmm. they feel like they have to learn the steps and do the thing. And I'm here to tell you that it, you absolutely don't have to do that. Some of my most favorite clients to work with are ones that never want to learn any choreography. I have this one client who's amazing. He's one of my favorites and he is in his sixties and he came to me because he's like, you know, I just, I just, I had this, like, I went to this workshop once about like free dancing and he's like, and I just felt something. I just felt a deeper connection to myself and to the universe. And I was like, I love you. I am so excited to work with you. And so that's what we do. We always do. We explore, we explore different concepts of movement and body exploration and just figuring out, um, first of all, getting connected with your body Mm -hmm. so that you feel more comfortable moving it. And that helps so much with your body confidence. And then that then spills over into the things that you can do with your body and the way that you can move it. And um, it just helps with your physical body confidence, but also your self-confidence because when you feel more confident in the way that your body moves, then you feel more confident in the way that you walk through a room that you carry yourself when you're um, having a meeting, you know, it just, it, it spills over into all areas of your life. And so one of the things that I love to encourage people to do is to not overthink it. Don't be scared of it because I promise you it will help you. And if there's one practice that I could say would probably be the best and the easiest for you to get into, it is to make a playlist, make a, um, a playlist of songs that you love that make you like literally take you back to high school or whatever Um, music that you music that you really love and get into a a routine just put on one song Mm -hmm. try try for one song a day or one song a couple times a week and if you're having a hard time fitting that in then um do it in the morning while you're getting ready Mm -hmm. because i know you can dance while you're brushing your teeth okay and don't judge yourself because that's not what it's about it's about allowing yourself to go to that place where you feel most open and most free and at first I guarantee you, if you're not used to, we call this freestyle dancing or improv improvisation. If you're not used to doing it, it will, it will feel awkward. It will, will, <laughs> I keep saying I will, it will feel awkward. It will feel uncomfortable. Okay. And I'm going to tell you that. And I still do things to this day that, that when I'm freestyling that feel uncomfortable, I'm like, Oh, what is that? But it's okay because I've learned to not judge myself for it. And it just, I just let it roll off. And the great thing about dance is that nothing's permanent. Well, nothing mm-hmm. in life is permanent either, yeah. you know, like, so, so you don't like what you're doing. Just guess what? You just move on to the next Different thing. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So highly recommend everybody start a movement practice. Um, oh my God. Just I dancing love, a little bit every day. I love the playlist thing. I had, I was just like, because I did one, Jordan, I did one of all the things I used to love when I was in high school. And I'm talking about the cheesiest poppy things, like, you know, uh-huh. that you were yeah. too embarrassed yeah. to tell your friends oh, yeah. about it. They're <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I will never yeah. want it because I'm like, I was supposed to be all this rock chick. And I'm like, if they ever find out that I listen to this, they'll <laughs> they'll never speak to me again. <laughs> totally, totally. And, you know, I find it's the beautiful thing about music is that it, it can take you back to a place and yes. a time. It is yeah. like, I feel like it's like our, our seventh sense or something. It's like, 
it just literally like you can hear a song and you're and you're back in that moment you know you're back in high school whatever and i liked it the reason i say high school is because for me anyways that music i guess it was just because i was listening to so much music at that time you know i got a car yeah. I was driving i was I listening think it's to the part music of but being it, a teenager though as well it's part yeah. of when you're growing mm. up like trying to figure out what you like and what kind of music totally. and where you're fitting in and all that Yeah. Yeah. And so I, that, that music is some of the best. It's like still some of my favorite to listen to yeah. because it's, it is, has just been so crystallized in my, yeah, my identity. Yeah. And yeah. I love it. Yeah. But it's like, you know, I remember my sister, my sister, she ended up throwing it away, but I remember my first heartbreak and I was like, I probably listened to the best of Sade all like over and over and over again that my sister got so sick of it that she had to throw it away Mm. she ended up hiding it i think but it was it's one of those things that now when i hear that album i'm like oh my god i remember when i was in love when i was like 17 yeah (laughs) yeah you know Mm -hmm. but it's it's in a way it's it's good it's a good feeling i don't know it's different because you see it in a way in a different way as well as an adult and it's like you know those sweet memories that you had when you were more innocent and you know exploring yeah. the world and yourself <laughs> absolutely yeah 100%. And I mean, Jordan tell me love what's the biggest uh resistance that people will have when they try to when they want to get to work with you what do you find to work with me, me yeah. specifically yeah um I think that a lot of people not well, because of you a lot the of type of work that you do <laughs> oh right okay because <laughs> okay. you're awesome well, I, well, so I don't think that we thank you thank you thank you um well I I feel like I actually feel like people tend to gravitate towards me as far as working together because I put myself out there in a way where I'm not afraid to look like an idiot I I'm always posting silly ridiculous videos mm-hmm. on um on Instagram and social media and putting it out there into the world because I um I have had a lot of clown like clowning education and character work. And so that theatrical component is, is such a part of me. And I have never, um, you know, it's, it's been a while since I've, I, I, I've been afraid to look stupid, you know? And so I like putting myself out there and I think it's important for people to see that and to see me not being so serious and perfect and all the time, you know, and, Oh, Hey, guess what? Maybe I'll post a video of me falling on my face, losing my balance when I was doing a freestyle <laughs> or something like it happens, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think, that the imperfectness is what is so great about it. Yes. And yeah. I'll be the first person to, to say that I'm not perfect. I'm like continuously growing and improving and trying to become the best version of myself as a, as a human, you know, in my spiritual practice, in my dancing and my, in my teaching and my working with clients and every, everything like that. Um, but I feel like the biggest resistance that most people have is that they're just scared. You know, I, I think fear is something that creeps in and fear is fear is something that gets in our way at many places in our lives. And it is a defense mechanism by our bodies to say, Oh, that's dangerous. We shouldn't do that. Let's stay Mm -hmm. away from that. You know, it's, it's kind of like the overprotective mom. Um, But I also feel like there's a certain piece to that when you're able to find a teacher, find somebody to work with who you feel you really resonate with. And that's important too. Um, you know, kind of try, and you may have to try a couple classes or a couple people, you know, hopefully until you find somebody that you really resonate with. Um, but I think it's important to find somebody that you feel 
like like you have a really good connection with like they like they can really help you and I think sometimes people go to classes and they're like oh I felt overwhelmed there were a bunch of people in the class and I felt like I was really behind I wasn't able to keep up and in that type of setting many times the teacher is working with so many people that you don't get that like one-on-one focus you know and so I think sometimes it's nice even though it's scary to be one-on-one, just you for feeling of maybe being judged, but it's kind of nice. It's almost, I think it's better personally when you're getting started to have that one-on-one connection with somebody to have, you know, it just be the two of you where you really get to focus. And I'm really big on helping everybody feel comfortable and just right off the bat, you know, because that's what it's about. It's about growing and nobody, no, no great teacher of yours will be there to judge you. They are only there to help you. So I would say go for it because the second that you decide you're going to set your fear of looking silly and your fear of messing up or looking stupid or being judged, once you set that aside and you're able to find somebody that you can work with or go for the thing that you want to do, you're going to immediately, you're going to have progress. You're going to, you're going to grow from that and not Mm -hmm. just with, with your dance and your movement, but in other aspects of your life. And then the more you do this, the more you continually, you know, you put that fear aside once and then you're like, Ooh, I feel that feels good. Look at me. I learned something and I put my fear aside and then guess what you do it again. And then you just keep going (laughs) up and up and up and and your, your confidence grows and you grow as a human and your, it just helps you unlock everything that's inside because we're all such incredible beings. And and the wonderful thing is that there, there are no two of us that are alike, you know, so we all have something very unique that we bring to the table and dance and movement specifically, and being able to set aside that fear and being able to go for it and really do the thing and really try the thing and really apply yourself is going to help you go for that job interview. It's going to help you start that business. You've been Mm -hmm. wanting to start. It's going to help you, you know, just have more productive, stress-free days. And bring more fun and play back into, into your life. life. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love that. It was like, I put a video about you falling in your face. <laughs> like it's, it's one of those things. It, I think yeah. people relate, <laughs> people relate more when things are not perfect because it, it shows, yeah. you know, especially I think a lot has changed in the internet and like Instagram and with TikTok and everything has changed so much in the last couple of years mm-hmm. that people are being mm-hmm. more simple, that it's not like oh, this whole production. <gasps> okay. I'm going to do a live and I have to get all done up and make sure that everything is okay you know and Mm -hmm. because it stops a lot of people from doing it as well right yeah yeah absolutely I would say go for it because the more you go for it the more you will be able to go for it in the future you know and it just continues to build and keep going and going up and up and I I have a funny story for you just just while we're on the topic of (laughs) not being perfect I actually (laughs) fell off stage uh I fell off stage at a music video shoot once it was for this guy named Ray Quinn, who was on Britain's Idol, and he was shooting in LA. And we were, um, we were like these uh, Vegas showgirls. We had these big headdresses, yeah. and we had these feather fans and like stiletto heels. And, anyways, the stage, the lighting was very, very dark, and the stage was, you know, it was like five feet off the ground. And you like, you literally, if you look down, you couldn't see your feet. And oh, so gosh. I was just like, I, I just took one step back. It was like in between scenes when we were shooting. I just one step back a little too far and I totally fell oh my but, god um, I mean I was fine it was just one you of those, okay. it was like in the movies Every, everybody everybody went <gasps> and looked at me and there was silence and I got up and I was like I'm okay <laughs> but you know yeah like 
stuff happens. Stuff happens. And like, we're not here to be, be perfect. We're here to make progress and to grow and to like transcend that. And, you know, and every, I won't call that, a, I, you know, I, I maybe, maybe was like, Oh, that was really embarrassing. I wish I wouldn't have done that. But you know, I learned a lesson. I learned mm-hmm. a lesson to really know the parameters of my stage and to be extra careful, you know? And so I think that through those little mistakes and those failures or whatever you want to, whatever you want to call them, they're not, they're really not, they're not failures. They are, they're learning lessons. Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, Jordan, it's been a pleasure <laughs> talking to you on Sunshine. Oh, so nice. If, if anybody wants to contact you, work with you, uh, you mentioned you had a freebie as well to share with the audience. Uh, can you tell me, tell us, tell us. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. I would love to. Um, so I have a, a badass blueprint that I would love to share with you guys because um, it is a free download that basically helps you get into the a routine of a movement that you really love. And it focuses on the feelings that you generate because we are feeling driven beings. So when uh, many times we don't want to do things that are good for us, like, right, right. Like we don't want to go to the gym. We don't want to eat the healthy food. We'd rather mm-hmm. choose the potato chips or whatever. So when you, when the, what this does is it helps you focus on the feeling so that you're generating those positive feelings with how you feel about your movement practice. And therefore you're building those good, relationships and you're like oh okay that I remember that felt good I want to do that again and again so that's what that does and it's also going to help you um with a simple practice to get fit in a way that's actually fun Fun. and to (laughs) fully embody your life through movement so it's a great introduction to that um you can get it at mymovementality.com slash blueprint I'll give you that link as well (laughs) um yeah. And then if you guys want to find me online, uh, my move mentality, it's three words, my move mentality, all squished together.com or on across all the socials, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, YouTube, um, at my move mentality for all of those. Perfect. Okay. So yeah. I'm going to drop them on the, on the thread and Jordan, it's been an absolutely pleasure before we leave lovey. I want to ask you what is in your playlist? <laughs> what is in my playlist yes i want to know my, my high school oh i have a well i have v- many playlists and now that you're asking me on the spot like this i'm like uh i know <laughs> i know there are a bunch of high school songs that i like um but one song that's on a lot of my uh like on several different playlists that i love is i will survive by donna summer oh, love um that song. that song has that song has gotten me through some real rough times and it is also my my go-to karaoke song i, love I have it. done that on many <laughs> many stages yes 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 um yeah you know and then the other thing too that i would recommend is to make make different playlists because uh, i you don't always feel like oh mm-hmm. i want the high high school jam so you can yep. also make a playlist that's more like feel good flowy vibes yeah. you know so to match your the vibe of what you're doing and yeah. if you make these playlists ahead of time then you're more set up so when you have the thought like oh maybe i should do some movement you're like boom it's already ready cool just put yeah. the playlist on and you're, and you're already there you don't have to do the legwork so you're setting yourself up for success yeah yeah, yeah no it's just like it's such a different you create such a different move when you listen to music like I've been doing that every yeah. morning now. Every morning I'm like, okay, I'm yes. gonna put this on, you know, and I'm like, yay, <laughs> happy day. Nice. I love that. Yes, <laughs> love Maria. It. Keep keep that up. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, well, thanks a million again. And thanks to everybody who's been listening. If you have any questions, just drop them in the thread in the podcast or contact Jordan. I will leave all the links there. Okay, so you have a wonderful day and we'll see you next time. Thanks, Jordan. Bye. Thank Bye. you. Bye.
Thanks for tuning in, lovies. I love to hear your thoughts and opinions. So drop your comments or give us a shout. I'd like to get to know you more and what help and support do you need most to help you grow your business. I am Maria C. Krause and I help entrepreneurs become more visible by sharing their unique story, inspire, heal, and make a bigger impact. If you'd like to become a guest or a collaborator in any of our platforms or simply want to know about how I can help you take your business to the next level, you can find me on all social media platforms under Maria C. Krause or check out my website for freebies and updates at www.mariacrause.com. Make sure to follow us and share with your best besties to get your weekly dose of inspiration and motivation to kick ass in life and in business. Love, life, peace. Have a wonderful day, whatever in the world you are.